Hello everyone and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas, and I am blessed to be with you all and my co-host tonight, Mr. Parker in Tulsa. Parker, how you Hello. doing? I'm great, thank you. I'm blessed to be with you as well, my friend. Hashtag blessed all around, sir. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag me too blessed. <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like too blessed. You know? Oh, like, oh, me, me too blessed. Me, comma, too blessed. Yeah. Okay. You know, punctuation in your hashtags is imperative. That makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you drinking tonight? And uh, we'll get around to what I'm drinking tonight. Dude, I uh, I'm drinking a a new beer to me. I don't know the background on this beer so it may not be a new beer to you or to our listeners out there okay um but i am a fan of the brewery flying dog brewery out of uh, maryland somewhere i think frederick frederick right sure um and yeah it's the snake dog ipa ringing ringing in at 7.1 percent abv um yeah, it's a freaking great beer. I don't know. I'm just once, well, two sips into it now. But, uh, yeah, I, have you had this before? I have not. I was checking my untapped because I was telling you before, like, I haven't had a flying dog beer in years. Matter of fact, fun, fun, fun story. The first beer I ever checked into on untapped was a uh, flying dog beer, and I believe it was Raging Pitch. Yeah, it's the Belgian IPA. Yeah, and I remember back in 2013, uh, that was one of the few, like, Belgian IPAs were quickly becoming a thing. It wasn't, uh, it was kind of like on the cusp of being cool. <laughs> well, that, yeah, no, that Belgian, uh, there's the Raging Bitch is really good, uh, and I, I had to fight the urge to get, and in fact, I had, the six pack in my hand and probably looked like a schizo back there in the liquor store. And I like got like six feet and then I turned around. I was like, no, go with something you haven't had before. Um, so, cause that's one of the like tried and trues um, yeah. for flying dog. And I, I mean, but they used to make what, maybe they still do flying dog doggy style. Um, yeah. Doggy style is a American pale ale from them. Yeah. That's I remember them first by, um, you know, and the fact that they're in Maryland, like, who the fuck goes to Maryland? Like, what? <laughs> what's in Maryland? Yeah, I was going to say. I don't think I've ever in the history of ever heard somebody say, like, yeah, we're, we're going to spend a week and a half in Maryland on vacation this summer. She's like, what? What? Why? <laughs> Why? Is your grandma about to die or something? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. What the fuck happened here? What? What? Um, what was going on? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the 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 flying dog beers that I've had that I checked into have been so long gone that I mean they're like I said 2013 styles and they are not even popping up on Untapped at all. 
like under the <laughs> Flying Dog Brewery, uh, like choose from here. So that's wild, man. You know, I don't know what happened here in North Texas, but there have not been. There have not, I haven't seen Flying Dog in regular like distribution up here in forever. Hmm. This is I guess it just didn't sell. I guess not, man. That's super weird. Anyway, it bums me out because, like I said, they, they made some pretty cool stuff. They made a beer called the Pearl Necklace, which <laughs> <laughs> is classy. Super yes. fucking classy. Uh, but it was an oyster stout. I remember that was the first time I'd ever heard of that. And uh, it was <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. They they've they were kind of like the front runners on the risque beer names. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, doggy style being one of them. Uh, raging bitch being. Right. <laughs> but you know they 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 back it up with by having a picture of a dog on that label, right? Well, I mean, it is a dog it is a dog beer. Everybody knows yeah. dog beer. That's yeah. Funny. So I was just typing. I was just typing in <laughs> flying dog, and uh, to double check on that Maryland thing. And one of the questions is, does Flying Dog Brewery allow dogs? Hmm. That's good. Do they, though? I I don't know. I didn't qu- click on the question. It was so dumb. Hey, remember that, um, that time that I was like, fun story. Um, Flying Dog was the first beer that I ever checked into. Yeah. That was a goddamn lie. I don't okay. know. It was fake. That was fake as shit. But you know what? It could have been. Because... Wow, Flying Dog removed a lot of their beers off of Untapped. They had to. Have. Why? I don't know because no, the only no reason way. the only reason I know this is because I know my my check in date for the first ever check in beer was August thirteenth, twenty thirteen, eight eight one three one three. And when I look day. when I look on here, it was the first one is Magic Hat High PA, which that doesn't mean what you think it means. On August sixteenth. 2013 and i know that i went through an entire flying dog like variety pack that first week of untapped i was going hard was was untapped still like going through beta testing or something and they i mean shit that data i think i think (laughs) untapped dates back to 2009 or 2010 yeah it's it they're not fucking around with it but i mean here's the deal like I, I, hmm, wow, my old beers are fucking real old. <laughs> like, there's shit has not been made for a long time. Like some of these, some of these original beers, like this is, this is wild, man. I, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I was I was okay. reminiscing on my early craft beer days right there. I'm, I'm very sorry. It was like looking at a high school yearbook. You look back and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? And other times you were like, man, what I, if I could go back again? You know what I mean? I knew then what I know now. <laughs> my dad said that at my at my wedding. It was amazing. As he looked uh-huh. at as he looked at the bridesmaids that were all my wife's friends. Wow. It was the creepiest shit I've ever heard in my life. That is glorious. Yep. Yep. Yep terrifying everyone who heard it that day basically like they were like okay i'm gonna mark this down so i can talk to my therapist about it that's good that's good i'm gonna have a lot of fun it's kind of like the funeral that i told you guys about recently where the guy had the open mic night for like 20 minutes what (laughs) what i didn't tell you about that a funeral with an open mic night 
Well, it might as well have been an open mic night because they just left the floor open to fucking anybody to talk. Uh, you know, I actually went to one of those as well. Uh, I think yours is probably way more entertaining than mine. Mine was just sad and weird. Well, dude, it was super weird. Uh, you know, they were like, yeah, okay, and anybody who wants to say their piece, you know, okay. Most people in that moment really don't want to, unless you're like immediate family, right? Um, right. Public speaking is like 90% of people's like number one fears. Um, <clears throat> so, son of, uh, this guy goes up, and then uh, grandson goes up. Both respectable, both yeah. you know, put together, a little choked up here or there, three or four minutes each. And then this dude that was like 80 goes up there. Oh, shit. He's seen a lot. Just, had a lot oh, yeah. Just hog the mic, dude. Just <laughs> fucking. It was a hostile takeover of the funeral. And he told so many stories that everybody was like seriously looking like to their left like what the what is going can can somebody cut his microphone like hey av guy in the back um you know but av guy in the back is also the guy who loads the you know coffin up as well as yeah, he's a goddamn creep he works at a funeral a home greeter yeah what are we doing so uh yeah dude it, it, he told several stories that were supposed to be funny and then they weren't, but the crowd still kind of gave a courtesy laugh at first. After the first couple, he started losing courtesy laughs. Then he told like uh, three different times where he killed dogs. Jesus Christ. What? Yeah. Well, his, his whole thing was like, yeah. And this, you know, I'm not going to say the individual's name, but he used to give me a hard time whenever I would do something ignorant. Like the first time when I was driving to, Tennessee for a bird hunt. Uh, I had my dogs in the truck bed in their boxes, and we stopped in Memphis for the night. And it must have been—it didn't get below a hundred degrees that night. And the next morning, I came out there, and my my hounds were just dead as could be. And like, yeah, because they were in metal boxes in fucking Memphis in the middle of July or whatever, you know, like you fucking cooked some dog really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Here's another one, Brian. Uh, he told about a time when uh, his daughter found a dog and he didn't want to keep it, but it was this little dog. And he said, okay, yeah, we can put it in the doghouse with the with the big lab and it'll keep it warm. So I fashioned a, oh, no. a little miniature doghouse out of a wastebasket and put it in there inside the bigger dog's doghouse. And but that night, it was really cold. And the next morning, I go out there, and I called the dogs, and only the big one came out. So I went and lifted the doghouse up, and there that little dog was on its back with his hind legs up in the air. And he did, like, he gestured, like, what this dog frozen looked like. <laughs> and everybody's just like, what is, are we, is this an SNL skit, or are we at a funeral right now? Like, Is this okay. Pete Davidson? And, what is happening? And then the third one was when he... He tied a dog up to a, a tree because uh, he, I don't know what the, 
but anyway, he came back after some time, and the dog had accidentally strangled himself. Jesus Christ! Did you, please on the leash, and I'm like, these are not accidents. You're a dog murderer. <laughs> You're goddamn Michael Vick of old people. I hey. hope I hope the animal control just showed up at his house for a courtesy check after that. They're like, what happened? Right. Well, like sixty yeah. percent of the people at this funeral called as soon as they left. They're like, if this dude has dogs, they need to take him now. We've. <laughs> We've been on you for years, but now we've got the corroborating evidence. We, we had Aunt, Aunt, we've been on your trail. Aunt May was wearing a wire in the in the, in the casket the whole time. Dude, this dude bitch. was the Ted Bundy of dogs. And he's just flaunting it out in the open. Yeah, he's like, I'm old enough now. What are they going to do? Send this old man to prison? The yeah, dude. And then he, he told like uh, several different bouts of depression that he had and he was oh, like the Christ. first one started in 19 circa 1974 he said fucking circa, circa. <laughs> circa 1974 and and we'll call him john and john you know he was there to help me through that one and then the last one lasting or uh ending just this august 2018 jesus christ um, <laughs> yeah and like w- then went into the prescriptions that he was on and how the active main ingredient of this one was known to cause depression. Oh and dude, my it was God. the weirdest thing, Brian. Like my brother and I were there and uh, he was a <laughs> couple people down from me. And like it was one of those we had to not make eye contact or else we would have started just losing it laughing. And then yeah. It was uh it, we still are cracking jokes about this. I mean the individual who passed away would have thoroughly enjoyed this, so I don't feel bad talking about it. Like, yeah, he, he was a funny guy. Um, but yeah, it was it was something else, man. So, um, note to self and and note to y'all out there: don't have open mic night um, at your funeral. Oh, you dude, know? when I go, that's where the wake's gonna be. It's gonna be at an open mic, and it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I'm gonna make my family suffer through it. Okay. <laughs> I want you to tell your best joke about Brian's life. It'll be fantastic. Everybody's going to love it. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, Christ. I'll come and tell several stories about murdering dogs at your funeral. (laughs) Please, minutes. Do a set, a 10-minute set of just dog dog killing. And you'd be like, this one usually kills down at the pound. And then you tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, I'm going to work up to like a half-hour special, (laughs) Netflix special for you. Killing it doggy style, Parker story. Yeah, yeah, and I'm drinking Flying Dog tonight. This is perfect. You might couldn't have planned this. It's a dog-eat-dog world, motherfucker, and then you drop the mic out. Heard that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of dogs. Okay. Um, what up, dog? And we'll get into what you're drinking. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're, uh, we're pulling one of those episodes where it took us like an hour to introduce Villem. I'm Villem. <laughs> Are you guys? Miss those days. <laughs> Remember, he would be eating cheeseburgers, playing video games, like exercising and shit. By the time we his computer is timed out, like I got four percent battery, guys. So I'm gonna go. Oh, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> uh, pretty sure he's gonna kill all of us. Someday. Oh yeah, absolutely. One by one, we're not gonna know it. We'll be like, oh, I haven't heard from Parker in a while. Huh? Who's that? Who could that possibly be at the door? Yeah. We're definitely on his uh, on his Billy Madison, Steve Buscemi hit list. Um, Okay, so speaking of dogs, I just saw this like a little while ago, and I think it was in Tejas. Mm. 
Hold on. I had a little beer foam in there. There you go. Um, anyways, I think it was in Texas. And I, this isn't necessarily like a grinds my gears segment, but showing like the funeral for this freaking police canine. Mm-hmm. And... I just have an issue with that. They treat him like a fucking person. I'm like, no, no, it's a dog. It's, it's like that would be like having a funeral for your gun if it broke or something. It's a tool that police use to do their job more effectively, efficiently, whatever. Right? Um, like, and, and if you kill, you know, if you kill a police dog, like you're charged it's with murdering you know, a police officer. Yeah, that is the biggest crock of shit. Are you fucking kidding me? You could train a, a chihuahua to like do a lot of those activities. Like, yeah, but here's the difference. So police dogs go into training. I know, blah blah. Well, blah, no, 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 not even go into training. The police dogs are uh, they 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 live with the with the police officer. So I mean, that's that's that dude's dog through and through. And that dog is also trained not only to do, you know, menial tasks, drug sniffing, take down a bandito when necessary. But, yeah. I mean, he's, that dog can also serve. I mean, you, you've been, I mean, I don't know if you've been around working dogs before, but working Have. dogs are fucking incredible animals. So, I mean, they, they take on tasks that humans would be doing and they have no qualms about, you know, putting themselves in known danger to protect somebody else. I don't know that they recognize it as known danger. They're just doing what has been programmed, right? Can we? No, because if they were programmed to do what the, I mean, even when they're programmed to do what, you know, we've taught them to do, they're still going against natural instinct, which is to go away from loud bang, bang thing. Because most dogs are trained to go away, to, to, to get away from that. You, You can train a bird dog to do that. You use those little, yeah, but a bird dog is never going to. Bird dog is going to go where the shot goes, not at the shot, at, not at the point of of loud. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I have no problems. You can I actually feel worse that uh, for dogs that get shot than most uh, people that get shot because fuck they had no choice in this goddamn matter. We goddamn threw them in there to do this shit. No, but I mean, where does it stop? Do they like pay reparations to all nineteen of its last litter of puppies? Like most, yeah, most most uh, police dogs like that aren't. They don't get dog food in the mail for the next seven years or something. <laughs> no, they're not like they're not studded <laughs> out or anything. And a lot of police canines, when they retire from service, they actually go on to provide services for other uh, like uh, returning veterans and shit because they've already been trained because they're already you know, really well-behaved and well-mannered and can adjust to things. I mean, they fucking help each other. Because you got to think when a police canine gets retired, they've seen some shit by the time they, you know, phase out. <laughs> they're fucking, they're over there smoking. No, 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 no. <laughs> they got their little Are paws. You to tell me, yeah, that they provide counseling services to each other for their PTSD on the time on the job. I, I'm not, Yeah. For the most part, but to your point about you can train a Chihuahua to do most things, you're right. I mean, that's why uh, airport uh, airport security uses beagles because they don't need anybody. To, they don't need fucking dogs to attack <laughs> in an yeah. airport. For the mo- they're like, hey, fuck, what fuck are we gonna do? And you know, if you can train a dog to do a job. Doesn't matter what breed they are. 
However, if you need a dog to take down a, you know, 200 pound man with a gun, you're not going to go to a goddamn, you're not going to go to a rat terrier to do that job. I don't know, man. You ever been chased by a little dog that's biting the shit out of your ankles as a child? I, you know what I always did as a child? And this is, I, I was, I've never been afraid of dogs because I viewed dogs in this way. And I feel like when dogs see me, they're like, yeah, no, he's got the right idea. Dogs are kickable creatures. Okay. Tiny dogs, very kickable creatures. I don't kick dogs, but if a dog ever runs up on me, I'm not scared because at any point I can fucking kick that dog. Now, big dogs, like <laughs> let's say my dog, Spike, you know, the Blue Heeler uh, Pitbull mix, not a kickable dog. You kick the dog, it's going to be a problem on your hands. <laughs> like, Take you down like a UFC fighter and yeah. ground and pound your ass. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be some sorting out done and I don't think you're going to come out on top if you're just kicking. But at the same time, like, like you can fuck up a dog pretty well. Like, I have no problems. Like, hey, fucking, they're dogs. I don't do anything to them. They shouldn't be doing anything to me. And if they're coming after me, I'm going to punch the guy who's sicking them on me and I'm fine. Yeah. Like, we're good. Yeah. Okay, Brian, but press pause. You, you fucking go straight up judo chop on some dog that's coming after you and you are a Mortal Kombat badass and you kill it only to find out it's a freaking police, police dog. And now you're in prison for the rest of your life. Okay. If you want to rethink this being charged with, uh, no, no, I'm going to play the, I'm playing, officer. I'm playing the long game here. Cause when I'm in prison, I'd be like, what are you in here for? I killed a cop. They're like, Oh <laughs> shit. Go. He killed a cop killer. Okay. And you're cop like, killer. and everybody's like, well, it was a, it was a fucking German shepherd. Like, <laughs> or he killed, he killed a beagle at the airport. He was drunk and kicked one. <laughs> like, and it was, it was a TSA agent. So yes. nobody really cares no. about that. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, exactly. You're like, no, that's where you get put. If you like kill like a, a Chihuahua drug sniffing dog, they put uh, you over with the TSA agent killer. Yeah. Demotion. <laughs> They like go over that guy. They got crazy eyes. Is over in the corner. Like what happened? Like, I don't know. I fucking killed Sean. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I had a five ounce, five ounce bottle of uh, Michael Jor- of, uh Curve Crush that I was trying oh. to get on the plane. <laughs> crush, man, that's a throwback reference right there. They that made me the... throw it out. I was gonna say Michael Jordan cologne, but that's pretty classy. Not gonna lie. Lady getter. That's lady getter. Uh, Leave some puss for the rest of us, huh? Oh, dude, I bet you just took it all down and slaying it, Oklahoma. Oh yeah, oh, in that whole yeah. region. Remember the first time I, well, when I lost my virginity, I tried to cover up the smell of vagina with Curve Crush. What? It's yeah. a beautiful smell as long as it's a beautiful smell and not a bad smell. Remember the part where you were like Central Oklahoma? What do you, what do you think? What do you think that smell was like? <laughs> was, uh, that's true. It was. uh pungent it was it was it was like someone it was like a the time the squirrel got caught in the copier it was fucking what you lose your virginity at 28 (laughs) (laughs) this was like a burnt turd covered in burnt hair was this the lady working the hunts brothers pizza down at the local gas station it could have been the ice cream shop either way it doesn't matter you know let's not get into details let's get on to what i am drinking tonight last hold on last thing on the dog thing is i just like i'm just like this this 
this thing, they had a, a full-on dog casket, and they had people carrying it, like pallbearers. And no, it was not other dogs carrying the casket. That would have been cool. Like, like yeah, that would have been cool. I mean, they could train them to do anything, right? Train them to carry a could you, casket. Could you imagine, like, you know, one of those, like, uh, Boston police funeral uh, scenes where they're all in, like, a dive bar, you know, slamming shots of Jameson oh, yeah. and chasing it with Guinness, but with dogs? Could you imagine how fucking dope awesome. that would be? <laughs> and then we'd get to see a cameo from the famous dog poker players. Shit, yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. They're over in the corner playing, and the one, like... I don't know, miniature Chinese dog is over there playing Russian roulette in the basement, going, Mao, Mao, and slapping people in the face. That's right. I think it's Vietnamese, but I don't know. I can't think of Vietnamese. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I don't know. I just think it's a waste of tax money. Like, come on. We could we could be doing better things with that, like, you know, building a wall or something. Because that's, um. that's the <laughs> utmost importance. I would rather for a million dog funerals to be had. Have you seen that, like, where the wall funeral. goes into the ocean in, in, in uh, California? Texas? Oh, oh yeah, that, that side? Yeah, it just goes out, like, six feet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, somebody was just like, okay, so we build a wall. Is anything stopping Mexico from building stairs on the other side? I no no nothing absolutely not a goddamn thing and then I post nobody's stopping Mexican Kenny Powers from riding his sea around that six foot <laughs> jut into the ocean. <laughs> I, or or, or I, I I also pointed out the beautiful gif of uh, the Bluth family uh, stair truck driving around and just driving up to the wall like the mm. the scene where. Uh, Michael goes to visit his dad in prison and parks next to the outer wall of the prison. And the prisoner just runs up the stairs and jumps over the wall. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, okay. What are you drinking tonight, Brian? As you're about to polish it off. Yeah, I'm about to be done with it. I'm drinking a 16 ounce can of e- from Evil Twin Brewing. This beer. So Evil Twin, for some reason, in the last couple of years, they've uh, gotten into the point where they just name beers ridiculous shit. So the name of this beer is, think of a beer you would want to crush at Fire Island. <laughs> it's a dry hopped pale ale, which I mean, I figured as much because the beers that have these long ass names are typically uh, IPAs uh-huh. or or pale ales. Anyway, Evil Twin Brewing, I have a, I have a bone to pick with the people at Evil Twin the whatever their house yeast is that they use tastes like fucking glue. Like it tastes like I don't know. Elmer's glue is what comes to mind every time I taste it. I I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, McKellar uses a similar yeast strain in their hoppy beers, and Omnipolo uses a similar yeast strain. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it needs to stop. Um. An American, a true American brewery, uh, Rogue Brewing out of uh, Oregon, wherever the fuck they're from in Oregon, <laughs> uh, their house yeast strain does the same thing to me. Every time I taste it in a beer, I can automatically identify it as that fucking yeast strain. Rogue's is not as offensive as this shit, but this is offensive to me. Can it be used in other beer styles and, and come out okay? So, Rogue, Yes. Their house yeast strain can. Um, Evil Twin, I, just about every beer that I've had it in, outside of like really big like uh, pastry stouts, like they do the the uh, shit Mexican cake and Imperial biscotti break and donut break, 
all those big ass pastry stouts, those they're pretty well hidden. The yeast, the flavors don't are, aren't don't come out. But every one of their pale ales is fucking very unique, and mm. I, I it it's weird as shit. I haven't had like uh so. I know their goza that they'd made. It was called like bikini, a sour bikini goza. It was like a 2% beer and it was fantastic. It was great. Didn't use this yeast strain. Used a goza yeast strain. They do some saisons. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Uh, little, little lively. One of them blew up all over my house in, uh, when I lived in little home, that was embarrassing. Um, but it didn't taste like this. I don't know. Parker, are you there? Oh, shit. Okay, apparently we're just having some little technical difficulties. We're back, though. Parker, uh, good good, good to have you. <laughs> Thank you. It's that dial-up modem again. Yeah, it happens. Okay, so I, I never blanked out there, but uh, I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah. I did hear you say something about a 2% Goza beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what are we doing there? What are we doing with ourselves? Have you ever had a Goza? I have. So, you know, it's really uh, kind of bright, briny flavors. Uh, even has a little salt added to it sometimes. Yeah, it tastes like seafood in a bottle. Well, if they're done poorly, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they, they're meant to be pretty low in ABV because they don't have a whole lot of fermentable sugars from the grain that they use. Okay, um, so, and this is coming from a size queen. Yeah. Uh, how much are they, uh, what's the price point on a six pack of that? It's the standard price, probably nine ninety nine. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, like, I like the taste of beer, right? And, and I, I get that, but at that point, I feel like you're you're entering into O'Doul's category of non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> like, Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, that. If you, if I'm going to pay 10 bucks, I'm going to get at least a six point. Or six percent alcohol. Funny, funny you mention that. Uh, so I, I too like the taste of beer. I don't always like alcohol. I, I know it's crazy to say, but I don't. I don't like. I, I would like to drink like four beers a night. That would be fantastic. Yes. <clears throat> when I do that, I mean, I don't know if you've seen me over the last six years, but that's you, you'd look <laughs> at me and be like, "Yeah, four beers a night seems about correct." Um, but, uh, I also don't like being fucked up (laughs) on, you know, four, 10% beers every night. I mean, that's 40% alcohol with Derek math. So I would like, uh, I actually bought a six pack last week of, uh, 0% beer. It's 0.0% Heineken. And from what I tasted early, early on, it tastes like Heineken. I mean, by, identical to Heineken, but with by early, early on, you mean like eight a.m. That was your starter. Yeah, no, I mean, I did. T- it was an early morning tasting, but I mean, early on in their development. Um, okay, it tasted just like Heineken. I mean, just identical to Heineken. So I bought a six pack of it last week at Walmart. Um, bought it. I was carded for it. I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, doesn't nice. have any alcohol. Okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, to your point. It is strange to see a low ABV beer marketed, you know, below, I mean, I say low ABV, I mean, it's below what Miller Coors Bud are 
Like, yeah. It's below the, I mean, and even below <laughs> the old Oklahoma standard. Yeah. Up here. <laughs> I was about to say, this is the pot calling kettle black. Like 3.2 was the standard for the last ever in this state. So it's not a str- uh, too far of a stretch from 2%, but I don't, I, you know, I just now like where we're at, I just could never imagine. Well, I would, going I would, back to this. I would love, like I said, I would love to drink those low ABV beers. I mean, one of the favorite, one of my favorite beers that I make is about 3.4% alcohol. And it's a little wit beer, but it's got a lot of flavor. Doesn't have a lot of alcohol. So it's really enjoyable. That's good. So it's, it's more, I mean, that's kind of like a, a session beer. Yeah, I mean that's that's how session beers got their name. Is you can, yeah, you, know, you can all day IPA. Yeah, mm-hmm, you can drink a lot of them and be fine. But there's some people who, yeah, they want to drink a lot of them, but maybe they want to drink a lot of them over you know a week, and right. that's you know that's where you get those ten percent beers, ten percent six pack, which is oh, those are a beautiful thing as well. Don't get me wrong, I I love like uh, right now Kroger. Down here has uh, a New Belgium Triple, a six pack of New Belgium Triple on sale for like eight ninety nine or something like that. And New Belgium Triple, if you've never had it, is a Belgian Golden Strong. So because it is a uh, a secular secular brew of a, uh, a monastic brand or a monastic style, uh, it, but it's like eight and a half percent alcohol. And it's goddamn delicious. <laughs> I can drink six of them in a night, easy. But uh, I'm gonna pay for it tomorrow, for sure. <laughs> we all fucking hung, all kinds of hungover, because they use like lavender and coriander and a lot of table sugar to get that ABV up there. That's it, it'll it'll fucking wreck your shit. Hmm. Speaking of wreck your shit, when are we gonna do Natty Daddy Night? I don't know, man, but I've been turning people on to the good word of Natty Daddy left and right in the I, office place. What's crazy is apparently Natty Daddies, were they a thing in Oklahoma before the... No, Holy no, not shit. before the switch, man. I But I only knew about them because... Uh, Texas? My, <laughs> no, my buddy Dog Show Danny brought me back uh, a couple 16-ounce Natty Daddies from Florida this summer. But... Uh, they were not eight percent. They were like five nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought that was cool. I was like, "Oh, that's dope. Thanks, man." Uh, and there was there was sand around the tops <laughs> on the rim that I was drinking. It's authentic, you know. I was like, "Yeah, that, that's, that's some white Florida sand there." Thank you, guys. That's some OG um, shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Now, granted, I probably got the the beers that set out on the back patio the whole week, or got you know, forgotten the sun all day. Oh, for sure, that shit and then was not cooled back well. down. <laughs> hey, yeah, hot, hot cold, hot cold doesn't do anything uh, bad for beer. Um, it's the hot, hot, hot for like fifteen days <laughs> straight. Probably not, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but so I knew about them just. Because of that, and then whenever uh, you know Oklahoma finally went through puberty, um, yeah, they started gracing our shelves. They got uh, twelve pack cans, uh, twelve pack, twelve ounce cans as well, which I, is a little more crushable than a twenty five ounce monster. <laughs> twenty five ounce 
sounds aggressive. It's fucking it, aggressive. Well, as you and I discussed uh, a couple weeks ago about, uh, I think we likened it to a large Johnson. So we don't want to go down that path again. But yes, it is. A, it's aggressive. It's a lot of beer to handle at once, especially if you're not expecting an eight uh, percent natty daddy. Yeah, no, it's fucking next you. level. But uh, yeah, dude, I've got a lot of people on board. They're like sending me pictures of natty daddies and shit. I'm like, I told you, dollar forty nine. You cannot go wrong with that. <laughs> we, I, I saw people for, like that. I, I so I don't get on Facebook very often. Uh, maybe like once or twice a month. Uh, and if there's any family shit going on, it's probably more often, just to make sure that I don't have to fucking like call. I hate fucking calling family. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I went on the other day and I noticed some kids that I went to high school with kids, some grown ass adults with fucking grown children. Now, uh, we're posting pictures of drinking of them drinking natty daddies out on four wheelers and UTVs. They were like, this natty daddy shit's legit. And I was like, Oh my God. I went to high school with a bunch of parkers out there. Oh fuck. You did, man. He did. But, uh, you know, the resounding, like, response that I've been getting is, like, that's really fucking good. And it's really $1.49. So that really talks yourself into thinking that's really fucking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you think of the flavor. You're like, nope, the $1.49 pretty goddamn good for $1.49. That's right. I'll tell you, it's all there. That's, I told you about the lady at the liquor store whenever I walked in looking for the <laughs> yeah. 12 pack cans. <laughs> and I walk in, and this is one of my like three go to places. And but I was unfamiliar with this lady. Um, she may have been new or in the last month that I hadn't been there. And can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for the uh, Natty Daddy uh, can, you know, 12 ounce cans. <laughs> I said, you got that? She said, nope. Why the fuck would you want that? And I was like, because uh, it's cheap and delicious and a high ABV. She's like, okay, <laughs> touche. Like, but it was not great customer service, you know. Like, yeah. If the customer wants Natty Daddies, you you order them, and 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 he'll be there every Friday uh, for the next six years. Um. Anyways, yeah, it is good. Uh, so, I, yeah, so you uh, you were surprised by my not knowing about Natty Daddy, so please enlighten me as to what you were about to say in regards to that. Yeah, I wish I would have known that uh, you didn't know about Natty Daddies. Like, I would have, like, that, I could have, I had, I had some inside information that that, uh, I thought that was, like, a known thing. Thought, hmm. I, mean, that, I thought that, like, every time I see that in the market, because <clears throat> I have to, full disclosure, I have to develop some strategies to sell against that motherfucker every day. Uh, I thought that you knew about that beer or else I would have uh, given you, give you the heads up every time when you come down. No, I, I thank you uh, for the thought there, but I think, I think uh, it, it came business before uh, pleasure there. And then I was like, if I tell Parker about this shit, I might be out of a job. He's going to buy, <laughs> gonna yeah, be he might up, develop a problem. He's going to buy up cases of it. Their, their sales numbers are going to increase. I'm going to be to blame for it. It's going to be a problem. So yeah, the biggest, the biggest question is, that I've, uh, been getting is like, 
Like, so it's natural light. And I'm like, no, not exactly. There's no fucking way they can get natural light up to 8%. Well, it's like, uh, I get the fucking malt liquor straight up. Well, it's like Keystone, Keystone ice to Keystone light. Is what all it is. That jump. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Keystone lights only like four, two, four, five and Keystone ice is six, nine. Right. I mean, natty daddy is next. Is that next, next level. Right, it, it's a step up. I, I do preface them with like, you're not drinking an eight percent natty light. Like, the branding and everything yeah. is as such that it kind of makes you feel that way. That, yeah. yeah, feel that way. And like, but anybody who knows their natty knows this ain't no natty light that I'm messing around with here. <laughs> you ain't pussyfooting <laughs> around with natty a natty. natty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're stepping up to the big dog now. You're gonna have to suckle on, suckle on that head, cause it's Dude. gonna put out. I think now, we're talking I, about dicks I'm glad again. that you Damn didn't it. tell me about natty daddies before, cause I would have had them like bootlegged in for the last couple of years. <laughs> I remember the first time that I saw natty light in a bottle. Um, oh, a, it, a 32 so, or a 40? No, dude, it was a a tw- uh, tw- uh, fuck yeah. 20 ounce bottle, 12 ounce bottle, 12 ounce bottle, 12 ounce bottle. 12, Jesus yeah. Christ. Been a long week. Um, <laughs> Three hundred thirty milliliter, puppy, right? I mean, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. It's only yeah. a matter of time. Dude, that would be sick if the universal standard was a twenty ounce bottle. Well, down um, down here, there uh, all the premium lights are switching over for the most part. Like the value, uh, like dollar per ounce, is sixteen ounce. <clears throat> bottle uh can across the board oh, okay okay yeah yeah i am seeing the pint can a lot more up here too especially in the uh the local breweries uh are pushing that which is cool i mean because you go to the bar you get a pint glass <clears throat> yeah no they don't, uh, they don't give you a freaking dixie cup with 12 ounces what's cool is i like the breweries who do the 16 ounce cans either singles or six packs and stepping out just stepping away from the four pack altogether yeah yeah, nobody likes the idea of buying a four pack. So yeah, I, I I will buy a four pack if that's the only way it comes. But I yeah. would much rather just buy a single of your sixteen ounce uh, craft. And uh, if I like it, I will come back and buy a four pack because the reality yeah. of the situation is, like that's a twenty dollar investment that you're just dropping on me for you small Absolutely. breweries. When when you see four pack from across the liquor store, you're like. Yeah, that's a pretty pricey four-pack right there, and I don't even know anything about that brand or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But when people are putting their stuff in, in quads, they know that people are probably not going to drop 30 bucks on a six-pack, so they drop it down. Uh, but you know who does do that? Guinness, and they fucking crush it because you can buy four cans, 16-ounce cans, for $8. Suck my uh, dick. You know, that. Guinness has been crushing it since, like, 1600 though, so... 1756 Okay. Um... Yeah, uh, no, no, um, I was, yeah, my first, uh, natural light in a bottle experience was just a sublime, like, I was cloud nine, um, we, I was 16, so, you know, been a <laughs> long time. Oh, you're, <laughs> you know. A, a long time consumer at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have been a sponsor by that point. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, that's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, think about think about the age that we're living. The age we're living in now. No, the world that we're living in now, where you have uh, vape 
like vape companies are sponsoring like 16, 17 year old kids on Instagram. I don't know if Parker, you're probably not into this world, but I, I I am (laughs) in finding different ways to uh, promote no beer left behind at no beer left cast on Instagram. You should definitely check us out over there. You should, but, um, yeah, vape companies are, are sponsoring like 16, 17 year old kids doing vape tricks and shit on Instagram. And, and there's no, I don't know. There's this really weird gray legal area where you have to be 18 to buy, uh, uh, products with nicotine. But if it's given to you, uh, we get T-Rex arms as the who's at fault here. Um, wow. it's really weird. So just, just take, keep that in mind. Rewind to when we were like 16, 17, 18 years old. I mean, honestly, for you, Parker, 16 or you know, 14, 15 to about 20 years old. <laughs> 14 is when I started drinking Natty Lights. That was when uh, the, that was when you popped your first top. That's right. There you go. So, yeah, um, I think you could have been a brand ambassador for yeah. nat- natural light, bro. Like, look, I could have been sponsored by candy cigarettes. Well, I actually, fun story. That's how I paid for my freshman year of college. Slinging that. Sling. So, well, cigarettes. I, I, I saved my money. I was 13. I, uh, I it's saved. a good thing you weren't selling single candy cigarettes in New York State because you would have gotten strangled to death. Well, um, back then I was white and fairly in shape. Now, uh, on the other hand, though, they would have definitely choked my ass out. <laughs> choked my ass out. <laughs> like, uh, get fatty, fatty two by four off the streets over here. Choke his ass out. I'm like, hey man, still so, white. And like, Ugh. oh yeah. Just put it on his chin. Choke him on his chin. I'm still. I, I am fat, but I'm still white. I'm still white. That's gotta I, supersede something. Not in my eyes. We gotta fucking. We gotta. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, get the canine officer on his back. Get the canine. I can't. He's kicking him. He's kicking the canine officer. Canine uh, yeah, officer is apparently a pretty big puss. <laughs> oh fuck me. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I, I first experienced bottles in Myrtle Beach, Cal- uh, California. Jeez, okay, long week. That's just stupidity. What? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, me and said dog show Danny drove over there. Um, I feel like as- dog show Dan is a bad influence on you. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> bad influence, I think. It's uh, <clears throat> mutually symbiotic. Uh, dude, and I'm just like, I would never let my 16-year-old drive across the country. <laughs> a rickety-ass Ford Explorer, dude. Um, but we did it, and I saw them in the bottles there, and it was like gl- like the freezer was glowing. I was just like, oh, <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. As we did, we found the local deviant that will buy alcohol for children <laughs> for an extra five bucks in his pocket, and uh, <laughs> that, that may be. You know what? This sounds bad, and because we're referring to them as local deviants, it sounds even worse. But one day, I hope to be approached by a, a couple of uh, entrepreneurial type kids who see an opportunity to uh, to further their stance in life. Uh, by approaching me and uh, saying, "Hey, Mister, Mister, would you buy us some alcohol, please?" Dude, I hope one day that I could tell I've that person, "What well, you've done that? 
No, I've not done it, but I I must be like the approachable like this this thirty year old will will buy his beer. Look, I guess I don't know, but yeah, I've had it's probably happened to me four or five times uh, since I've been old. Um, <laughs> since I got old, here's here's, here's my uh, patent pending move. Call him a cop. Um. Yeah, I let the canine cop out of the back seat of my car, and then they just attack him. Parker, you can't let your canine cop out anymore. The, the, the you, they will register you the next time you do that. Hey, side note here: uh, Do you think canine cops have to announce that they're canine cops, like in an undercover investigation? Oh, oh you mean a, a tr- <laughs> you know if you're a canine cop, you have to tell me you're a canine cop, right? You mean a drug dealer's give him a little shuka 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 under the chin and be like, "Motherfucker, I didn't know he was a cop." Son of a bitch! He's a cop. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, dude. Here's my here's my what I say, dude. Because this is like it. It's respect and gets me street cred. And they're like, all right, that's a cool dude. I say, and I've been there. I would love to, but I already got popped for that once, and it was five (laughs) hundred bucks. Distributing to minors. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, okay, fair. okay. Word, word. Fair. Yeah, I get it. All right, all right. Uh, we'll go over to this old strung out lady over here that's smoking like a freight train in her Toyota Corolla. Yeah, I was going to say in a RAV4 with no windows. I... Yeah. Yeah. So, so if just prepare your little speech in your head uh, whenever the day does come. And I hope it comes to you because it is kind of an honor, like an honor thing. You're like, Oh, that's cute. I remember that. I remember sitting outside the quick trips and like freaking, uh, I think like forensic profilers could learn a lot because we got really good at spotting like who would do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, we were good at, and had a pretty good success ratio really. Parker is the best profiler in all of Tulsa. He just looks at somebody like, you need some extra rent money. Hey, man, I got a question for you. <laughs> Parker approaches people walking into Quick Trip like uh, goddamn Roden and Fields people approach uh, moms at the nail salon. How would you like to make an extra $15 right now? Dude, and I tell you, your uh, number one <laughs> customer is going to be the person that came in and put four on gas and bought seven dollars lottery tickets. <laughs> he buys he buys the uh, two two rollers, uh, the two taquito rollers, and uh-huh. then gets uh, three dollars in gas. You're like, sir, how would you like to make an extra thirteen cents right now? <laughs> that'd be, well, yeah, that'd be a pretty goddamn good deal. Put you into buying beer for us today. <laughs> Parker got to, has a desk stuck behind the giant stacks of water outside the quick trip. Would you step on into my office over here? I've got quite the proposition for you. Uh, you can sign here, sign here, and initial at the bottom. I have a request right here. My invoice is uh, uh, an ass ton of natural light. <laughs> uh, as much natural light as you can buy for this $30. How's that? If you yeah, can... back, back in the day, that would have gotten you 60 beers. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a party's worth of beers. Fourteen for a for a thirty rack, dude. <sighs> hey, uh, play some elevator music real quick. I gotta grab a couple more beers. I know where I'll uh, I'll bore people with what I'm drinking. Uh, so I 
Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna do a beer can. I haven't done a beer can in a while, so we're gonna we're gonna try that. We'll do the little music and everything. It'll be fun, fantastic. Hear ye, it's time for a beer count. Listen to this track! Beers. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> haven't done that in quite some time, so I felt like I was obligated to do so. I also feel like this point is a, this time is a very uh, a poignant time to uh, call out the fact that uh, Frank was definitely supposed to join us this evening, and... Uh, he is, you know what, we can make up wherever he is like we used to do for Villem. So Frank is actually donating blood right now <laughs> um, down at the homeless uh, HJ shelter. He, you know, doing it for the cause. Um, his words, the lower I am on blood, the higher I get after I shoot. So I don't know, whatever that means, take it for what it's worth. Just saying, just relaying his message. So he would love to be here. I'm, I'm air quoting, love to be here tonight with us, but, you know, just had prior obligations. Anyway, uh, so right now I am uh, on my second beer to keep true to our beer count. My second beer for the evening, it is Decadent Ales, which I'm um, pretty sure y'all have heard me drone on and on about it, how much I appreciate Decadent Ales out of... Uh, Dorchester Brewing Company in Boston, Massachusetts. They, uh, nice. this one is a Vermont Maple Double IPA. <laughs> it is a double IPA with maple syrup added. And I got to tell you, that whole maple syrup added to an IPA thing got me wondering. That's the only reason I picked it up. <clears throat> then it's a decadent ales that I haven't had before, so went with it. And uh, if you're wondering how much maple is in here, I don't fucking know. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, can I taste the maple in this beer? I'm going to tell you, no. It just tastes like a really, really sweet or a cloying, a cloying double IPA. Because it doesn't, it's not sweet. It's not like there's a bunch of sugar added to it. But the uh, the taste of the flavors of the IPA linger around for a while. It's not very dry. So, uh, Parker, are you back with us from uh, getting your next beer? Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard the uh, beer count uh, thing from across the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I guess. So, I no, 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 no. That's great. Uh, what what number are you on? Uh, just just number two. This is my second pint. This one is nine point one percent. So, I'm doing a little catch up after that light ass five pointer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were drinking those two percents, you could be on like beer number nine right now. Yeah, definitely good. Definitely good. Hey, what's your thoughts on? And I know New Belgium is not the only one that's got this, and it's not necessarily new, but the New Belgium HPA. Oh, uh, the, the hemp, hemp, the Hemperer. Yeah, I like it. I've, okay. I, I've 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 been a big fan of Hemperer when it, since it came out. It is extremely expensive for what it is, <clears throat> but <clears throat> sorry, Jesus. Oh. Uh, 
this maple. It's the it's the maple in the beer. It's got my throat very clamped. I don't know what's going on. Um, the uh, the Hemperer is essentially a science experiment in a bottle. That's why it's so expensive. Is it like limited runs of this beer? Or? No, uh, it's year round, uh, but it is a science experiment because they use hemp seeds and they use a hop oil extract, uh, very specific hop oil extracts in the beer to get the aromas. Is that what you're drinking right now? So they're not even throwing hops in there? They're just throwing extracts? No, they're throwing hops too. But the reason they're throwing extracts in... I, I, well, I will say, are you drinking that right now? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm on my uh, third snake... Snake bite? Snake dog. Snake dog bite? IPA, yeah. Okay, um, okay so Hemperer... I, I thought I talked about it back when it came out, but I, I guess I didn't. Oh, you may have. So Hemperer is, is a unique beer. It is just fully developed to smell like... I call it a hot box in a bottle because anytime you open it, it smells like a car full of people smoking joints, like multiple joints in a, an enclosed space. It is the definition of dank. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, there's no, there is no denying what that beer was meant to smell like. You don't just accidentally smell like this. Um, <laughs> So, so is that what you're getting more than anything? I mean, I guess I I know most of tasting is smell, so I guess it, it is giving you a different taste by default. Yes, uh, yes. But when paired against a, a different IPA, it, uh, even of New Belgium's, are you going to be like, they taste the same, this one just smells like weed? No, no, they're not going to, it's not going to taste like Ranger IPA or Voodoo Ranger uh, because Voodoo Ranger is pretty bitter. Please call it its correct name. Yeah, I'm sorry, Voodoo Voodoo Ranger. No, no, no. There's what? there's three different ones. There's Voodoo... no Parker calls it Anal Ranger. Anal Ranger. Well, that's Anal Ranger smells like uh, deceit and regret. Um, it does coming in at eight point seven percent though. Well, that's Imperial. That's yeah, Imperial. I can put up with it. It's Imperial uh, Voodoo Butt Ranger, Anal Ranger. Um, it just Imperial or just a uh, Voodoo Ranger is like seven percent. West Coast IPA. Imperial is eight and a half, and it is, uh, it's a little more resiny. Uh, then they have the Hazy uh, Ranger. It's juicy. It's nice. It's, it's really pleasant. Not very bitter at all. The Hemperer is also not very bitter, uh, but it is a little higher in alcohol. I want to say it's like six, seven or seven, two, something like that. Some weird shit. But, it does taste very different than any other New Belgium beer. Huh. However, the price tag that goes along with that science experiment in a bottle is what has turned me off from picking it up on a regular basis. Also, after drinking a Hemperer, I can tell you firsthand experience that when you burp, <clears throat> it tastes like you just smoked the fucking, the, you scraped the bowl and tried to <laughs> smoke that. Like, hits. <laughs> yeah. You burp and you're like automatically go back to being in a car with some dudes you met in college and you're just like, I fucking don't want to be here right now. I just I've overstayed my welcome. I want to go home. I don't want to be here. <clears throat> this man is named after a city. I can't do this. I can't do this. Like I should have <laughs> known better to, for, to hang out with someone who's named after a town. I'm not gonna do it. I don't want to be here. 
Um, that is another downside. <laughs> so, okay, how long has it been in production? I guess I should. Uh, ask so first. it launched down here in North Texas, at least on four twenty of last year. Okay, eighteen. Okay, so at what point does it no longer become a? Or sorry, at what point is it no longer a science project and it's just a tried and true production beer? I, I call it a science project from a production standpoint of like w- what I know they have to do to that beer to make it taste and smell that way. Okay. Um, because you do have to distill hop oils to get a um, repeatable aroma like they have. So the aroma, <clears throat> the aroma that they have that smells like, like, like really dirty weed, is actually an off flavor found in hops, or an off flavor caused by uh, hops. It's what's called light struck or skunk, um, but they have it in controlled amounts. So what's wild is you can open a fresh bottle of it, you can smell it, and you're like, Jesus Christ, that is so dank, that is so dirty, that is that that nerd dirt, that is that dirt dirt. I smoke that dirt dirt. It is dirt anyway. You can have all those emotions, and then thirty seconds later, you will not smell it again. Huh? And a normal beer, say like a Corona, <clears throat> you will have that same interaction. Uh, you're like, oh my god, this beer skunked as shit. Well, it's Corona, it's what you get, ka-chink, and you throw a lime in it and call it done. You don't notice it anymore, and you you uh, you play it off to something else. But in reality, what it is, is your nose is getting used to it. Um, that smell is something that in uh, extremely small amounts, uh, you, can, you, you can pick it up. <clears throat> However, you also get nose blind to it really quick. Uh, the downside to like a Corona or some other skunked beer that's probably imported, that's light struck, uh, there are also flavor uh, flaws that come along with it. Hemper has the aroma kick. It has no flavor flaws to it, which means that it has been chemically modified to have uh, that effect. Now, New Belgium, what sets them apart from other breweries is that because they are so um, uh, consumer conscious, uh, they have done all the modifications themselves, uh, chemically, to get that beer to taste that way. They're not going to Monsanto to do this shit. No, they had some, they had some vegan freak nerds <laughs> go through and use like perfume oil extractors to uh, take a certain blend of hops and extract exact or distill down exact amount of oils and treat them in a way to get the flavors and aromas. It's wild as shit, dude. That's why it's a science experiment in a bottle. That's why it's so much more expensive than other beers. And <clears throat> does that translate though to the consumer? Besides the the Brian consumer that understands why you're paying more, it doesn't translate to me because I don't buy it. Okay, that's the that's the issue. I understand, you understand it, at least. I understand it. When, I understand it, which is probably why I don't buy it. Honestly, um, the the consumer who wants to buy a novelty beer, if <clears throat> they're probably going to buy it way more often than the average beer consumer. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, yeah. I, I think the, <laughs> I enjoyed the irony of the skunk thing. Right. Is, uh, everybody, like, everybody associates that with 
a poor quality beer, right? But when we're talking about weed, like sometimes really good weed smells like skunk. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> just the other day, like we were driving, and there was clearly a skunk spray in the area, and, and my daughter was like, "What's that smell? Ooh." I was like, what are you talking about? Ew, that smells like 2002, baby. That smells like a sticky, icky, icky, son. <laughs> That's like good shit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I'll have to try it, I guess, and report back. I'll, a, I'll put together like a little uh, trifold science project. A tasting, a tasting experiment on it. It is, it's interesting. I'm not going to say that it's the best beer in the world because it's not. It is a very, very unique beer. And once you've like... Once you've experienced it, hopefully my explanation will put together some pieces for you, but I'm not going to sit here and say everybody who's listening to this podcast has to taste it. You don't. However, a little birdie told me that uh, Four Loco was coming out with a hemp Four Loco. (laughs) It's going to be dope as shit watching a bunch of teenagers on Instagram. Uh, drink part of their four loco and then poke a hole in the side of it, shove a fucking shove a bowl in there and just use the can as a bong, <laughs> smoke it and then shoot the bong water. It's gonna be fucking great. I can't wait for this world that we're about to live in post four loco hemp flavor. I don't even know how four loco's still around after they killed everybody. Well, they killed everybody and then everybody forgot that they killed everybody uh, and then they're back. What's well, now wild? they're going to be single-handedly responsible for the first <laughs> overdose on weed. I, I, yeah, well, yeah. Well, hemp, and it'll be hemp. It'll be hemp flavoring. <laughs> Not even the THC bearing. <laughs> what, <laughs> what kills me is what got them, okay, what got Four Loco banned in the first place was adding caffeine and alcohol, right? And uh, everybody yeah. was like, oh, it's 14% alcohol. That's way too much alcohol to have in in uh, in a in an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Uh, you heard of wine? <laughs> no, well, but it's in a single serving, Parker. Wine, oh, yeah. you can put a top on it or whatever. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't know how wine works. I just fucking, anyway. So they did that. So Four Loco spent, no shit, five years. It was like they got a slap on the wrist. They spent five years down at eight and a half, nine percent alcohol. Or 10%. I think it was 10%. <laughs> and then they started creeping back up. They're like 10 and a half. They're like, anybody looking? Nope. Nobody blinked an eye at 10 and a half. Okay, we're going to do 12%. We're going to do 12% alcohol. Okay, everybody? Which is where they were. We did 12%. Are we good? Nobody's, nobody's saying 14% alcohol. We're doing 14% alcohol. It's going to be gold. It's just going to be called gold. No one's saying anything? No one's saying anything? They're looking both ways. All right, we're going to bump every every fucking, every flavor that we have is going to be 14% alcohol now. Does it have caffeine in it? I don't fucking know. I have fucking no idea. It's got about a, a million pounds of sugar in it, uh, but it's 14% alcohol, and all the flavors are colors. I'm not shitting. <laughs> <laughs> like Mad Dog 2020. It is better than that. It is, so they have a, they have a flavor that is called uh, green. They have a flavor that is called frost, and they have a flavor that is called, or no, I'm sorry, not green. Flavor that is called red. Uh, <laughs> a flavor that is called gold, a flavor that is called frost, and a flavor that is called blaze. You tell me what those taste like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> fucking no idea what frost tastes like. If you say blue raspberry, I'm going to go, not nah, not quite. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> gold? 
it, it was described as tasting similar to Red Bull. I described it tasting like gasoline. Never tasted gas, but I'm pretty sure it tasted like that. Uh, so. Yeah, dude, four locos, man. That they like took the country by storm, dude, for a while until people started like killing off. <laughs> until, <laughs> until Ricks became not Ricks. It was great. I I don't know <laughs> that our buddy from college uh, drank four loco, but I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> There's a good chance. <laughs> a uh, million percent chance. Brian, can we talk about the anniversary that's coming up next month? Yeah, we can. Uh, NBLB turns three. That's right. It's gonna be dope. We can now wipe our own ass, guys. Kind of. I mean, you better. We are still gonna call you when we poop. So <laughs> don't get too ahead of yourselves. <laughs> Because what's going to happen? Gonna be most efficient wiping, but yeah. Yeah. No, we pull up our underoos. They're still going to have brown streaks in the back by the end of the day. You know what I mean? No doubt. When, when we come back from the bathroom, you're going to have a lot more questions than you have answers. NBLB turns three. It's going to be great. Yeah. Kids are disgusting <laughs> and we're disgusting. So I see the similarities. Go hand in hand. Not legally because we have to register, but it's fine. <laughs> That's what's fr- that's what Frank's doing right now. <laughs> that's that's why Frank is oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I, I see. I told you he went. He gave blood. He said, "If I if I go light, then I go high. It's great." Uh, and that's exactly what he said in the thread. And uh, because he's not here to defend himself, everyone can agree. And the and the everybody knows that the uh, the sheriff's office down there in Buda, Texas, is open late night on every third Saturday night. So. Yeah. That's and he's down there registering. He's uh, he's doing a civic duty, you know. Dude, three years. How wild is that, man? We've <laughs> like to come a long <laughs> way. Any of you guys, if you are uh, you know new in the last eighteen months, whatever, uh, do yourself a favor, or maybe don't. I don't know. You might stop listening altogether. Go back and listen to that first episode. It was just well, a train wreck. Well, thanks to Frank, you can't right now because Frank hid all the first like seventy episodes, sixty episodes. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Right? <laughs> you know, like a greatest hits album or something? I don't know. I guess he was gonna. Yeah, I don't know what his plan was. But last okay. in January of 2018, he hid everything prior to that uh, because he said it clutters up iTunes, and I said. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in the cloud. It doesn't uh, like it doesn't do shit to iTunes. Uh, that's why we serialize all our numbers. We don't do. Hey, this week's going to be episode one thirty two. Next week's going to be episode one fourteen, and the next week it's going to be a nine. A nine. <laughs> we start playing Battleship with our fucking episode <laughs> names. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly what the uh, thought process was, but, you know, he did that at the end of a month when we had more downloads that month than we ever had before. So I'm not <laughs> sure if he was playing Paranoid. He was like, oh, shit, someone's downloading everything that we have. They're, they're coming after us. I don't know. I just uh, let him run with it. I had... Okay, well, hopefully check back soon, and those first 70 episodes will be available. Um, yeah, and if nothing else, maybe we'll do uh, some special releases on uh, you know, the days leading up to uh, our anniversary cast, whenever that may be. It's probably not going to fall on our anniversary this year, 
because it sounds like you've got some big plans for our actual anniversary date of February 16th. Um, and Frank has to go to a donkey show or I don't know what the hell exactly he's doing. He does live pretty close to Mexico. Yeah, he does say he's in far, far, far north uh, Juarez or whatever. So His directions are usually backwards, though. Yeah, he's he's definitely south of that donkey border. Yeah, yeah, he's paying that extra ten dollars to get strapped underneath the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been fun for sure. Uh, kind of grown. I, I'm not gonna say matured because if anything, we've devolved. Uh, I've in, I've increased in circumference. Same here. Yeah, and, and you know, and I like to think that's kind of like a badge of honor. <laughs> badge of honor. Yeah, there you go. I was trying to say pride trophy, but that just sounds like I was at a parade or a murderer. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of murder podcasts, so anytime trophy comes up, I'm like, Jesus, did you fucking take an ear or a ring or what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Speaking of trophy, what's that fucking town by you? Trophy Club? Trophy Club? Yeah. Yeah. Rich people uh, shit. Yeah, Rich. Well, uh, there's a former pitcher. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, I sent you guys in the thread earlier this week. I do love getting child molester uh, emails from the towns that I live around. Love that. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Love getting updates. Well, then you shouldn't log into the registry and type in your zip code. Oh, I did. I did. Disturbing. I did. It was it was tough. I started looking at my neighbors differently. Anyway, yeah, what you were ref- driving around like fucking Dexter. <laughs> what you were referring to was John was John Wetland, the uh, yeah. the uh, famous closer for the New York Yankees and the Texas Rangers in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Got uh, arrested for allegedly uh, fucking around with a fourteen year old, um, or a person's under fourteen years old, or some bullshit yeah, like yeah, it was super weird. I think it said the first count was when the uh, abused was four years old. Fuck off, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, God damn it. Take him out behind the woodshed. Throw a fastball at his face. <clears throat> yeah, like, I dude. What the fuck are you? What the fuck is happening? Yep. <sighs> um. Yeah. So, Trophy Club, Texas. I mean, when you name your town something as pretentious as Trophy Club, you know. You know what's you know what's in it's what's weird about that area is that it's right outside of uh Flower Mound, which is like a the suburban hell of DFW. When you go to Trophy Club, there is a giant giant neighborhood where all these uh McMansions are piled on top of each other. And then right across the street from all these McMansions is a giant fucking stable. It's like a horse ranch type. I don't know. It's like a fucking golf club for horses. I don't know what to call it. I've never seen anything like it. It's fucking ridiculous. It is the definition of the fuck is happening. You know what I mean? Like when you drive by and you go, what the fuck's going on over there? Be like if you saw like a circus tent on fire with, uh, I don't know, fire truck shooting out silly string. What the fuck is that? You drive by this giant fucking neighborhood 
of giant houses. They're all built on top of each other. And you're like, oh, that's fucking weird. And you look to the left and you see, I don't know, probably a quarter mile of a fucking barn. <laughs> like, the well, shit right off the is- highway, they've got like the hospitals right there, like a, like a Baylor something or other. Now they do. Yeah, they're matching obelisks on each side of the highway. Yeah, they're they're trying. It's not going well. Hmm. Yeah, this is not good for their uh, their trophy club chamber of commerce, John Wetland. Then no, no he's <laughs> luckily he didn't win the uh, the chamber uh, president last year. He was up for it. He got beat out by oh, fucking. Serial killer Tanya Harding, or I was trying to think of some other like horrible te- Michael Dell that he won. I don't know. <laughs> Listen back to the last cast and Frank. Yeah, and Frank might as well have called Michael Dell that. He went, yeah, he went hard on Michael Dell. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, North Texas is a weird fucking place to live, and uh, it sucks when you uh, look on the registered sex offender registry. Uh, there is somebody in my. <laughs> In my neighborhood, it was on the registry, and I'm like, you know how when you look, you're like, this piece of shit, what did he fucking do? Probably, mm-hmm. and you look, and you're like, you read into actually what he got convicted for. This this guy, if I've ever had uh, sympathy for anyone who's been on the registry, this guy got put on the registry in 1993. He was 18 years old. His girlfriend he was convicted of having sex with uh, an underage person oh man his and girlfriend was 17 and 11 months it was like, down here in texas it was like 16 or something like that and it was like well having sex with a minor i was like okay like he's never been back to, he never even went to jail he just got convicted of it it was like time served or some shit like that so you know the judge was like rolling his eyes like son of a bitch son of a bitch like, it was literally the worst of this poor guy. I, I say poor guy. He still might be an asshole. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But, but of any of them that I've, of any of the three that are in my pretty large neighborhood uh, that showed up in the old registry, I'm like, God damn, man. Like, at 1993 I, and to have zero other, like, not even sexual-based offenses, nothing. Like, even his, like, criminal record is just completely clean he's probably like a bank ceo <laughs> not living in my neighborhood i was gonna say like where i live is not like a, a crazy like but it's not it's it's very middle class right so it's it's like he has to have something together to live over here but at the same time like nah, he's no bank ceo he's not startup bank rick's bank, bank will try this in, to invest in rick's bank once you get to know it, it starts to change on you. You're like, ah, oh, what the fuck happened here? It's fucking weird. Does a complete 180 on you. Like four people will get that, and it'll make me happy. I don't care. Um, so. <laughs> Start spending your money. Okay, 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 okay. So I think I was probably like the only 18-year-old that was conscious of that. Like, you know, oh, like I pumped the brakes uh, a couple times. <laughs> with, Do you want me to pause this and so we can work through what you're about to say? <laughs> yeah. Now looking back, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? 
I was like the only, I think the only uh, 18 year old, freshly 18 year old uh, in the country that like really actually took that into consideration. Um, and I did, and I did. Uh, and now, you know, if the classic, if I knew then what I knew now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't finish this sentence. Cause I was going to say, <laughs> I was under the impression very early on. There in Oklahoma, there is a three-year age difference, and there are no questions asked. As long as circumstances lay themselves out in a in a uh, acceptable lay manner, lay themselves out. Yeah, splay <laughs> themselves out. No, <laughs> like, like I remember when I was like a sophomore, somebody in the town over from me uh, uh, was arrested for like that whole like eighteen sixteen thing. And uh, the judge ruled, like, hey, you know, no, no, you're you're free to go. Everything's good here. And then the statute was explained that, like, you know, there's a three-year age difference as long as uh, there's consenting. I don't know. It, the way it was written was, and it was explained in a newspaper article that I memorized at the time for uh, unrelated reasons. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, it was explained that basically, uh, if you're in the same school, uh, if you go to the same school, and anything is accused, uh, it's there's no, there can be no criminal charges filed. There can still be civil charges filed, but there can't be criminal charges filed. What about these rural districts that have K through 12 in the same building? No, no, no. It's still three <laughs> three years and in the same district in the same school. So, I'm a senior. And, I'm uh, a senior, and this what? is a fourth grader, and uh, that's normal, right? Like, no fucking creepo, get the shit out of here. By the law, <laughs> uh, Your Honor, I'd like to bring up uh, a statute of uh, touchitations, sir. Get the fuck out of here, dude. All I know is that I'm glad that we didn't have camera phones, um, <sighs> then because. Yeah, yeah. There were some kids recently in the last couple of years in a uh, district around here that uh, are gonna someday live in your neighborhood, Brian. Okay, uh, all right. There, I'm not. I don't live in a like a a child predator neighborhood. No, and I'm not. I'm not referring to them as that. I'm saying like they had picture. You know, like dude turned 18 on January 1st, and his girlfriend was gonna be. 18 on January 18th type of pictures and but it was of a minor technically uh, and were distributed amongst a couple friend groups and yeah they all like went down hard um, and got the book thrown at them and I was like man come on like that's that's terrible you might as well get public urination to be on the on the registry Wait, can you be on the registry for public urination? Uh, dude, in Oklahoma, you were, yeah, for about, uh, I don't know, stint there about six years. Yeah, that was a real thing until oh. recently they, uh, in the last, I'm going to say last three years, uh, they revoked that law and, you know, took that law off the books um, where you're no longer a sex predator if you were caught pissing out behind a bar at, 2 a.m. Near a school or yeah, okay. near a daycare at 2 p.m. So uh, I have a, a bit of a confession to make. Okay, um, like taxi cab confessions. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so I, uh, when I was in college, um, I would get shit housed at uh, at uh, fuck Stonewall. Brian, you went to University of Phoenix, though. Yeah, I did. And I get shit housed at Applebee's every day. <laughs> uh, dollar uh, Long Island iced teas, bruh. <laughs> so I would get shit housed at the Stonewall on uh, every Wednesday. And then I would walk to my girlfriend, who's now my wife. I'd walk to her dorm, which is on the other side of campus. Exactly 1,285 steps away. I got, I was drunk and I would count steps. Anyway. That's uh, kind of a little OCD, but okay. Well, it's better than OPP, which is what I did. Because I, OPP? I pissed on every building between the Stonewall and the village, <laughs> the village dorms on Oklahoma State's campus. I pissed on every building in between those two points. <laughs> Was that like a just a, a badge of honor again? It like, was. I pissed. I pissed on the classroom building. Do you know where that's at? Right in the yeah, middle of really? campus, at five thirty in the afternoon. So, <laughs> do you know, do, so you know those giant hedges that were around yeah. the classroom building? I was drunk as shit walking back, and I was like, <clears throat> I really gotta piss. This is the only building that I haven't pissed on because I pissed on like uh, uh, the education buildings. <laughs> I pissed on those. I pissed on Moral Hall. I pissed Probably on Serentine Center or whatever that was there. Oh, by yeah, Serentine Center. I pissed on that. I think sober one day because that Did was you on top of Moral Hall steps and <laughs> let it run down. <laughs> no, but you know, right there, you know, they have those side entrances that come into the basement. Yeah, uh, the little shrubs over to the side. I was standing there. I was acting like I was texting. I was just pissing in the shrubs. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the classroom building was my... That was the one that, as I was pissing, I was remembering that some... I think it was like an OU basketball player had been arrested that same week for pissing in public. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to end up like so-and-so. And then I was like, you're not as... You're, no one gives a fuck about you. You will never make the papers, so it's fine. Uh, but I like had to climb into the shrubs and these shrubs are like probably 12 feet tall because they like surrounded the bottom floor of classroom building. I climbed back there. Once I got back there between the shrubs and the building, it was nice. It was literally like the most private setting I've ever seen. I could have taken a shit back there and been perfectly fine. Uh, but the funniest thing was when I (laughs) walked. was walking out i thought like i was kind of peeking like looking under the shrubs before i made my way through because i was like this is going to be a scene when i come out the other side like people are gonna fucking see me you got a machete chopping your way out (laughs) yeah so i'm like looking under the shrubs and i see the feet like footprint stop because at 5 30 there's there's like classes that are changing and shit Mm -hmm. so i'm like all right traffic's dead died down i was like cool I'm just going to run out real quick. And I ran out. And as I ran out onto the sidewalk, I saw <laughs> one of my professors from the theater department. <laughs> and he was like, what? Brian, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm going great. Definitely not drunk. He goes, he goes, nice. And he just like, just walked with me for a while. And we sat there and walked in silence for about a uh, couple hundred yards. And he went on his way. And he was like, be safe. I was like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. On a Wednesday afternoon, just huh. pissing in public, you know, like you do. 
Uh, uh, like you do. Like you do. No. Uh, no Parker. Don't apply that to everybody listening. Parker, if you remember way back, we were talking about our anniversary episodes. Back in the way back days, when y'all would make fun of me for being a Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in the past tense. <laughs> I say that in the past tense. Like, y'all don't still actively make fun of me for being a Boy Scout. Wow. <laughs> um, I... I could have had a merit badge for pissing off of places because hey, that was my thing. That's impressive, dude. You could have your mom sew that on. Oh, have you ever I walked around the? Make... You ever walked the, around the Chickasaw Wildlife Refuge in uh, Lawton? Um, uh, sure. The wild, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in the uh, Wichita Mountains. Yeah, it's out by uh, the Air Force Base out there, like Fort Sill or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, Army Base. Yeah. yeah. Um, we used to camp out there. We uh, walk, like hiked up the like, highest mountain out there. In that Scott. Area. Yeah. Pissed yeah. off Mount Scott. Pretty proud of that. That's kind of like uh, my taking pictures with Natty in, in cool places. Yeah, except I didn't take pictures. But if camera phones were uh, way better quality, I definitely would have been posting stream pics to my stories. That would have you know, been... Brian, I want to judge you here, but... Since we're in confession hour here on NBLB uh, After Hours. NBLB After Dark, yeah. Uh, yeah, Delilah After Dark. Um, I was thinking Thursday night HBO, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I used to piss in people's showers. Like, that was kind of just my signature move. You're a goddamn monster. You know that? In showers all over Stillwater, Oklahoma. <laughs> all over. Just because I ate, I'd be at a house party or whatever, drunk. Oh, monster. I'm not going to sit down to pee. And, you know, but I'm courteous. I don't want to pee on a seat, a toilet seat. So I would just, yeah, just go ahead and just pee in that shower right there. It's conveniently <laughs> located about a foot to the left. And so I wish, uh, yeah, that I had a, a red dot map, you know, that Frank is a red dot in, in, his, in his town. But Oh, yeah. Differently, I, I wish I had pens dropped all over because, like, you know the amount of different places that college took you in oh, that. Yeah. Oh, the places. That, oh, the places you'll pee. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> yeah. I think. yeah. I think so. Um. So yeah, that that was kind of my like weird uh, serial killer like pre. <laughs> That's that was your killer thing. You would walk out of the you walk out of the bathroom. You're like you would go. We're the wet bandits. You know, get it? The wet yeah. bandits. The wet bandits struck again. Yeah, but I'd always do like a, a a courtesy flush to of the shower. No, 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 oh, no. Okay, no. you would just leave the stagnant would... piss in the bottom of the tub. Yes. Well, if they had a tub that was angled correctly, it would drain. Um, but, oh, uh, oh. You know, I would flush the toilet. You know, for the for the for effect the effect of oh that that dude just. Took a piss in the toilet like normal people because there's a line outside the door. Because, <laughs> uh, did you ever go to a house party uh, in Stillwater that had two bathrooms? Very no. rarely. No, so you, there, was there was always a line forming. There was always one bathroom where all the fucking plebes went and pissed, and then oh. the other bathroom was saved for the people who actually lived at that house, which, rightfully so. I mean, I feel like that was that's how it should have been. I get it. Yeah. No. Well, one time I tried to go piss outside at a house party. I got tackled by a cop. So <laughs> really, 
Dude, I would yeah. have been so pissed if I got tackled by anybody while I was taking a piss. Especially if I was trying to, well, you know, tick it I off. I get to go pee. I've told you guys this, I think. I was opening the back door of a... I was like, because there was oh, like seven yeah. people in line at the one bathroom in this house. Yeah. And I was like, well, screw that. I'm going to pee outside. And I opened the back door of this place, and there's a, like a sheriff there or something. <laughs> nope. And I just slam it in the face, and I start to run back in. Remember, and the next thing I know, I'm getting tackled. I knock over a five gallon thing of cowboy Kool Aid. And the last thing I remember is this, this chick saying, what the fuck? Because I, I see this this surge, this tidal wave of orange liquid hitting this chick's, like, I'm sure, like $600 pair of shoes. And, uh, yeah, I sat in the back of a squad car. Um, and then, fortunately, they caught somebody who was basically a mobile pharmacy at that at that party. And he superseded me in terms of, you know, their, their trophy <laughs> for that night. And so they let me out, set me on the side of the curb for a little while as we got put in the back seat. And then uh, he t- took the cuffs off me and was like, yeah, you lucked out tonight, basically. Is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bet. Thank you, drug dealer. I appreciate it. Was the drug dealer named after a city? Probably. No, Probably not was. this one, no. Okay. Uh yeah, it was like the party that I decided to walk outside to go pee in the backyard. And I saw a, a young couple making out in the back patio. And I gave them the old double guns. And then, <laughs> and then I stepped off what I thought was like a six-inch drop into the backyard. <laughs> I just ate shit and ripped my pants. <laughs> just ripped the crotch out of my pants because it was about a four-foot drop to the grass. So the cool guy that did the double guns just ate shit. I just ate shit, but didn't stop. I just got up, act like that didn't happen, went and unzipped my pants and pissed in the backyard in front of them. Not facing them, because I'm not a monster. I'm an asshole, I'm not a scumbag, okay? That's what it boils down to. Hmm. But I did have to go back inside and tell my wife, because I was married at a college party, hey, sweetie, Honey, probably should go, because my dick's about to fall out of my pants, because the crotch is gone. Let's get out of here, huh? What do you say? What do you say we skeedaddle on back to the house and uh, maybe snuggle up on uh, someone else's bed, huh? What do you say? What do you say? Look look at this easy access in my pantalones. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that. Uh, uh, uh. You don't have to worry about the zipper anymore. Uh, Look at that. Just my nuts fall right out the side. I know that was always problematic for you. No more. (laughs) No more. Uh, Cut out the middleman altogether. Oh, (laughs) shit. Parker, are you drinking anything different as we uh, wrap up? Uh, No, I'm just in my fourth uh, stink dog. I am also, I'm on my, sorry, I had to count real quick. I'm on my third. I'm on my uh, Citrus Citra by Decadent Ales. It's It's a Citra Deepa. With orange peel added. So uh, it's nice. It's got a creepy little caricature of some oranges with some yoked ass legs. Dude, that's a cool ass can. Yeah. Uh, Decadent Ales does some pretty cool shit, man. And it's wild that Oklahoma gets them, but Texas doesn't. So Mm, I did not know that. So I'm going to go purchase some now. 
They're really good. They're really, really good. This is 8.7%, and it is like a, it's like a doubled up Everything Rhymes with Orange. Nice. Uh, except they actually used oranges in theirs. Hey, Brian, uh, real quick here, I want to comment. Uh, looks like you, too, uh, recently got your hair did and looking pretty fresh, man. Uh, you actually got it cut today. Uh, Tabitha, uh, shout, shout out to Tabitha, sports clips. Yeah. Um, Tabitha could have cut my hair with a lawnmower the way she massaged my hair because I do the old MVP, which means uh, you go in the back and you sit down in the chair. They lather you up real nice and wash your hair out so you don't have a bunch of fucking cut up hairs in your ears and you're scratching like a goddamn dog for three hours. Anyway. Yeah. Tabitha gave me a head massage that made me question whether I really wanted to uh, be know, married. Be, yeah, continue down this life that I'm living. Huh. Uh, when I told Mrs. Brian that, she was like, well, I bet Tabitha was a real a real hoss. And I was like, Tabitha could have fucking looked like me and I would have followed Tabitha around the rest of the rest of my life because Tabitha has magic fingers. That's all I'm going to say. So yeah. it's a little short. I will say that. A little, little high, a little tight. Um, no. It'll grow out nice, though. That's all I'm going to say. Looks good, man. It looks like you might be the uh, first plus-sized uh, um, military entrant. Yeah, at- it is. It is really short. It is really short. <laughs> you know, you're outside of our normal parameters because your hair looks so fresh. It looks so high, so tight. I, yeah, you. Yeah, dude, I got mine cut yesterday. Uh, oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, um, dude. Uh, on the uh, getting your hair washed out after haircut. I mean, I think that's what fucking adults do. Dude, this is a goddamn game changer. Once it I, is absolutely oh. no going back. Once Especially you, in that midday cut. Oh, bruh. Work or whatever. Like, no, I'm not gonna have hair falling off my face. No. And all over my ears and neckline and no. in my shirt. What the fuck? No. Oh, that's the worst. You pay that extra three, four dollars, and you get your hair shampooed a couple times over with some tea tree up in her. Dude. And, Preach. Oh my god. Preach. I, I've I've asked my lady. I've been going to her for like three years now. I'm like, uh, in a not weird way, can you come shampoo my hair with this at my house? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Prostitution? I'm not sure. I, I don't know where the line is, but I want to get close to it. How's that? Yeah, I'm flirting with it. It is so like that tea tree, that tingly. Oh, yeah, it's fucking Dude, great. It seems like a, a like villain would recommend just shutting it down and bringing it back up. It's a nice reset, man. Coming back into it, fresh head of hair, fresh haircut, and you smell good, and you don't have all those little prickly short hair stabbing you in the neckline. Uh, dude, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. All that's nice. The best part of that is having someone else, someone with a strong ass grip, massage my head. I mm. fucking I, I I turn into a puppy dog. You give me head head scratches all day long. I'll fucking follow you till the to the end of the earth. Yeah. Uh, there was. <clears throat> I'm gonna say this, knowing what it sounds like. There was one old broad. Had she could have fucking turned goddamn charcoal into diamonds, okay? I I gave her the biggest tip I've ever given anyone who's cut my hair. I I fucking went custom on that bitch and gave her like a fifteen dollar tip because she like goddamn got to the skull. 
She massaged shit out of my head that I didn't even know was there. I was like, you fucking, this is fucking amazing. This is great. Dude, it's so good. Like, I think, I don't know, it's very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah I, you know those uh, little metal things that you can buy from, like, a Persian at a kiosk in the mall? It sounds racist, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 they may or may not be wearing several gold chains. Gotcha. It went yeah. without saying. That went without saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That thing that just goes over the top of your. Oh, and you push it. Yeah. Okay. Do that little metal thing, and it just. I don't know. Looks like a bird cage with an open bottom. Kinda. Yeah. It's it just. Yeah. Amazing. Like, I I've I've I still I might have to do this. Like, I feel pretty comfortable with my with my haircut lady. She's awesome. <laughs> Our relationship is such that I could introduce toys into the bedroom. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you bring in a, a bag of toy, a case of toys. You're like, hey, listen, I know I don't want to get this. I don't want this to get weird. <clears throat> but I've got a glass comb. I want you to use that in my hair, okay? I'm yeah. Just... Let's uh, before we start, let's set up a safe word. You let's know, set up a safe word. Mine is gonna be burger for little flabble. Okay, I'm gonna use that. When you hear that. You back it off 10%, okay? When I say my wife's name, you stop altogether, all right? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Dude, I want to bring that into the mix and be like, while you're applying that tea tree and scalp massage, can you, like, hit me with this little metal <laughs> scalp thing? That's... Just get a third hand. You know what? Bring in the uh, front front end manager. Bring her in. And yeah. Just have her do that while you're giving the old scalp massages. Hey, lady, that answer the phone. Come back here for a little bit. <laughs> there's a there's an extra. Who's on the ten dollar bill? Hamilton. Mm, sure, that sounds good. Uh, Adams. Yeah. Adam. Who, um, ah, fuck. Who's on the ten? Adams. Yeah. There's Bob Seger. There's an extra Seger in this for you. You just hit her with that. Dude, we really should replace all the bills with like cool people, not those old fucks. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine Rick James being on the fifty dollar bill? You dude. said cool people, right? That would be awesome. <laughs> There's a cool Rick James in it for you if you uh, fucking take care of my car. <laughs> Toss a valet at 50. I feel like money would have less meaning, which means I would have more money. It'd be great because I'm meaningless, essentially, in this world. That's what it's no longer the uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I got an extra Andrew Dice Clay in it for you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. You slam a 20 hey. down on the table. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Dude, I mean, we got Sacagawea now, right? So oh, yeah, they're, in the, they're in the dollar coin. Fucking. We're looking up. Things are looking up. Uh, who would be on the court? You can't have duplicates like we have now because that's bullshit. Because I have to say the difference between a cold George Washington and a crisp George Washington Neither one of them are good, but mm-hmm. we say a cold George Washington. People are like, "Oh, we talk about a dollar." No, 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 no. I'm talking about a quarter, my friend. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I'm sliding you because it's cold. cold. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, you got to mix that shit up. We can't have duplicates like we have now. Yeah, that's lame. We need to really get with the U.S. Treasury. Maybe that's what we do. We uh, we set it up. You can uh, hit us up over on our social media pages. Twitter and Instagram, and uh, maybe Facebook. Give me a reason to go over to Facebook and uh, let us know some cool ass folks, cool cats that you want to see on our uh, NBLB currency. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that's what it is. 
like a Benjamin Shapiro. <laughs> Fuck. He's on a he's on a piece of toilet paper. He's <laughs> just like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> he's a little mustache. <laughs> uh, fucking take us out of this. All right. Well, I'm gonna play Damn tonight because that's more where I'm at in my life. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining Parker and I as we uh, tickled your eardrums this evening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I had a blasty blast tonight. I got to learn where Parker pees. That's good. <clears throat> Didn't know that before. And where Brian pees all over campus. All over campus. Well, mainly a straight line between point A and point P. <laughs> mm. See what I did there? Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review uh, the episode over on iTunes because that's the only one that really matters in this podcast world uh, so take a minute give us five stars of course please and uh, write a quick review because even though you give us five stars the review definitely helps push us up the charts because there are other delinquents out there that type in beer into that search engine and uh, we want us to show up first so anyway once you do that go over to Twitter and Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast follow and uh, comment with us like us up and uh, let us know what beers we should be drinking. We'll do our best to get a hold of them. Uh, until next time, I hope you all have a great week. For Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. For Frank in Buda, Texas, who just got his uh, appetizer, uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>